often to ask the question, what's your opinion? <laughs> you know it's a twist to which you already know. Yeah, I gotta know what's your opinion? What's your opinion? But you guys, first we're gonna pray real quick. Father, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God. We thank you for making us the head and not the tail above and not beneath. We thank you for imparting to us spiritual revelation and knowledge, Father. I ask that I open my mouth to speak with my lips of life, Father God, and that you give us a gear to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to receive.
Jesus Christ is the only way. And when my ways are not his ways, then my ways is the wrong way. I mean, that that's really what that is to me. Right? So my opinion, I ask the question, what's your opinion? What's your opinion? Is your opinion God's opinion? What is the counsel of God concerning whatever it is? When people come to ask you as a believer, what's your opinion on this subject? What's your opinion on homosexuality? What's your opinion on adultery? What's your opinion on stealing? What's your opinion on unforgiveness? What's your opinion on um, whatever the subject is? Our opinion is God's opinion. We don't have to make up nothing. And we don't know what the counsel of God is as believers because believers believe. You know, the word of God is not a buffet. We don't get to pick and choose what we want to do. We don't get to pick and choose what we want to believe. Either believers or believe. Jesus always told people when they got healed, he said, guess what? Your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you whole. Believe that you receive when you pray and you shall have it. Our faith, having faith in God is what activates the promises of God. We have to believe that he said it. Not that he's going to do it. We have to believe that it's already done. Right? We call those things which be not as though they already are. Believers, believe. Believers, believe the word of God. Not just bits and pieces. Not just the parts they want. But when we read it, a real believer, they instantly believe it. It's with our mouth that we confess. We can say a whole bunch of stuff. Because these people that I've heard, you know, I was, you know, I was taken back. That the fact that they couldn't just say what the word of God said. There was really no explanation. My, You ask me about anything, and I'm going to tell you that I believe what God believes. You're going to get what the words say because I'm a believer. I, my opinion is God's opinion. There's nothing else. We don't add to the word or take away from it lest we be found to be a liar and, the, and, and, the, and get rebuked. Right? We don't add or take away from the word of God. We Believers, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. My opinion as believers, our opinion should be God's opinion. As believers. Our believers believe. And we can tell what we believe by how we live. There's no condemnation. This is a teachable moment. I, I pray that the word of God, that it challenges us, that it convicts us, that it convinces us. That for real, Jesus Christ, he is the only way. There is, And if you try to go any other way, then he said you're a thief and a robber. There's only one way to the Father. That's what I believe. And the reason I believe that is because Jesus Christ said that. It's simple as that. That's why I believe it. I, there is no other explanation. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe, I confess with my mouth that believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I believe in my heart, for his spirit bears witness with my spirit to let me know that I am a child of God. Believers, believe. Are you a believer? What's your opinion? We shouldn't have to scramble for words. God's opinion is my opinion. So if you want to know what I think or what I believe about a subject, go to the Bible and see what it says. And that's what I believe.
know, we're going to have to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We're going to have to set our face like a flint. Because the devil wants to come in and mingle the seed. And even the elect will be deceived. Because when we get into people worship, that's when we get away from Jesus worship. And we say, well, so-and-so said it. So-and-so, I don't care who said it. I don't care who said it. If the word of God, if Jesus didn't say it, if the word of God is not saying it, then God is not saying it. I am a worshiper of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is my Lord. God's word must be our absolute truth. Because as we approach these evil in times, even the elect will be deceived. Because when we have itching ears, when people don't want to hear the truth, they will run away from you. And they will go find somebody that's going to tell them what they want to hear. Be aware of this. We must be able to endure sound doctrine. We must be able to sit there and endure it and just let that flesh suffer and say, you know what, Lord, your way is right. Your, for you, your word is true. You're the only way. Your word is the only truth. I'll, I'll let this go. I give up my way for your way. I give up my will for your will. I give up what I want for what you want, Lord. Isn't that what Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane? And daily we must go to the Garden of Gethsemane. We must crucify this nasty, rebellious flesh every single day. We must crucify. The Apostle Paul says, I crucify my flesh daily. We must bring it under subjection to the word of God, to the will of God, to the way of God, and say, listen here, flesh, you will not have your way. <coughs> Excuse me. We must be steadfast must set our face like a flint. You know, people be sending me videos, and uh, one of my sisters sent me a video, and this man was in the airport, he had on a t-shirt um, saying, Jesus Christ is the only way, and the security in the airport was telling him they wanted him to take his shirt off, he was going to leave, he didn't want to take his shirt off. He wasn't going to, listen here, the same way the devil believes what he believes, we got to believe what we believe. The same way you believe what you believe is the same way I believe what I believe. Except, this is what I had to tell someone once. Um, you know, when people say that they're atheists, the truth of the matter is you're not an atheist because you believe in something. The fact that you don't believe in God, that's what you believe in. You know, the devil has tricked you out of the truth. That's what he did to Eve in the garden. Surely you're not going to die won't surely die. I mean, God told a lie more or less is what he was saying. God is lying. You're not going to die. Surely you're not going to die. And and that's what the spirit of uh, deception is. How many of you know that without correction, we open ourselves up to deception? And so, um, I, I love, like I say, I love it all. I love the edification, exhortation, confirmation, but I love the rebukes too. You want to know why I love the rebukes? Because I know for a fact I'm not perfect. That means I'm going to be needed to be corrected. I thank God for convicting me, for convincing me, for chastising me. Say, listen here, that was wrong. Your spirit was not right. You didn't, that wasn't right. I thank him for that. 
because he chastised those that he loved. You know, um, when uh, my kids were growing up, I used to take them to, we used to go to church on Sundays and Bible studies on Wednesdays and anything else they had in between. And I would uh, take their friends. Their friends, would, they had friends, because I, I, I was like, well, you know what, if you get the kids, you can get the parents. <laughs> so um, parents might want to go, but the kids would, so I'd take their kids. And one little girl said, and I, and I, and I was really firm with my kids. I mean, I was a babysitter. God had lent them to me, right? How many of you know that our children are a gift from God, they're not ours? And the Lord lends them to us. And it's our responsibility to be their babysitter, to train them up in the way they should go. And when they owe, they won't depart. And that's not just in the things of the Lord, that's in natural things too. See what their gifts are, see what their callings are. And help direct them in that direction, encourage them in that. It's not about them doing what we want. It's about finding out what the gift, the gift that God has put in them so they can do what God wants. What's your opinion? What's your opinion? As believers, how can two walk together except they both agree? Amos 2 and 3. When I don't agree with God, I can't, we can't walk in fellowship with God. When we don't agree with God, we cannot walk in fellowship with God. It's not complicated to me. The simplicity of the gospel. I'm convinced. I'm fully convinced that my way was the wrong way. Are you fully convinced? We cannot mingle the seed. We cannot make the word say what we want it. We cannot twist I mean, even though Jesus did not come to conform, but he came to transform. And he tells us, he said, be not conform. He said, beloved, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, only an acceptable unto the Lord. And be not conformed unto the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you will know his good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. This is our reasonable servant. This is the least we can do. How many of you know we cannot know God's good, acceptable, and perfect will without renewing our mind? Because God's word is his will. We, it's like when someone leave a will behind, right? The lawyers call you in and they read the will. They call it a will because this is what this person wrote. This is this person's will. This is what they want. Listen, this is what I want. This is my will. Okay? And God's word is his will. And God is saying, listen here, read my will. And then you can know what I want. This is my will. And this is what I want. We can't twist it. We can't manipulate the word of God. We can't make it say what we want it to say. We're not called to, Jesus, we're not called to conform. We're called to be ye transformed. We have to change our mindset. We have to renew our mindset to change where we're at. We have to renew our mindset change our choices what's your opinion is your opinion God's opinion then it shouldn't be hard to answer answer questions even if you don't know what the word say my, my opinion is the word of God I say I, I was telling um, a family member once we were talking about fornication and um, I, I was talking to them about it and they said oh yeah that's what you and mom believe you know and I was like no I said, the reason we believe it is because that's what Jesus said, because I, I, I'm a fornicator. I believe it because um, that's what the word of God says. It says the, bed, uh, the, um, the marriage bed is undefiled, but the, uh, the bed of adultery or something is 
not. He said that all sin, uh, all sin is done outside the body, except for when we commit sexual immorality, we sin against the body. Know you not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, and your body is not your own, but it's been bought with a price. So I believe that he said, flee youthful lust. He's 